Hi, and welcome to the Sales Enablement Pro Podcast. I am Shauna Simawang. Sales enablement is a constantly evolving space, and we're here to help professionals stay up to date on the latest trends and best practices so that they can be more effective in their jobs. Today, I'm excited to have Ankita Tawari join us. Ankita, I would love for you to introduce yourself and your background to our audience. Sure. Thank you for having me today, Shana. I'm Ankita, originally from India. About five years ago, I found myself starting my enablement journey in France. And, you know, it's funny because how I stumbled into enablement, just like many others in the field. Uh, Back then, it wasn't a very clearly defined role, and I sort of ended up in it by chance. But, you know, it's been very good. It's been a fun journey so far. Never looked back. And so far, I've had the pleasure of working with scale-ups, super multicultural and international companies. The growth that I have experienced in these organizations has been rapid, exciting, and challenging. So that's just roughly who I am and my experience so far. Wonderful. Well, we are excited to have you on our podcast today. So thank you so much for taking the time. I want to talk about kind of the current economic climate, I think a lot of organizations are trying to do more with less and enablement teams are really needing to prove their value now more than ever. In your opinion, why is enablement mission critical for businesses today? I'll say it's it's funny because like you just said that we are in this economic climate trying to do more but with less. Isn't that an enablement person's job like you know it's basically our job to do more than less if you see the ratio of enablement to the salespeople that we have in organizations is roughly what between one is to 30 one is to 50 so overall like that's more important right now than before i feel because there are so many companies that are finding themselves with 50 less sales, maybe 25 less sales because of the entire situation right now in the market. So this is like the time when enablement can actually prove their value most because now is the time when the leaders, the uh, C-suite of the organizations will realize that how do we actually work with 50 sales instead of 100? And that's when the enablement will come into the picture, right? Because that's our main job. Of course, I think all any practitioners would agree with the fact that it's something that's been defined. I mean, the enablement role has been defined like what recently, maybe four to five years ago. That's when I started my enablement journey. And that's also why it has been like an ongoing effort to prove our value. And because of this economic climate, I feel like we'll be able to probably do it well now as compared to before, because what the solution right now is is basically our job. Absolutely. And why would you say, from your experience, is it important for organizations to have at least a dedicated enablement person or function available for their teams? Yes, definitely. I mean, if I have to put it in one word, definitely yes. If I have to put it like in a couple of points, just to explain myself, firstly, it's I like to put it in a way that We are here as enablers to convert strategies into things that can be executed. So it's a very important bridge between the strategy and the execution in an organization. And if that isn't, if anything you do in life, if the execution is not done well, 
any great idea will never be appreciated, right? So first, I think the alignment between these two things is super important, and you need a dedicated person or a team to do that. Secondly, your main role as an organization is to generate revenue, right? Like, that's what the main goal is. And where do that stand? Like, who's exactly doing that? It's the it's your sales team. If you don't have that entire sales force empowered enough, that it just doesn't make sense, right? So having someone who is able to empower the sales force with, and especially with the rapid pace of technological advancements that's been happening, you have to have someone that's super dedicated to that part. And then lastly, I feel like each project, everything that we do in an organization, whether it's a learning program, whether it's just like introducing a tool, they are all related to a change. And a lot of adaptation is needed there. A lot of change has to be welcomed there. And you need an enablement person or a team to actually be the catalyst for an organizational change and adaption, in my opinion. So three things, in my opinion, super important being that alignment between strategy and execution. Secondly, having a dedicated team to empower your sales team. And lastly, having someone dedicated to drive these changes and to be a very good catalyst for all the organization changes and adaptation that takes place that's like dedicated for the enablement team, basically. Absolutely. And now what advice maybe would you give to organizations that are looking to build out an enablement team or function? Where should they start? I would say overall, you to build that function, to be able to scale it later, the foundation needs to be really strong, right? So having the right talent and the right ratio is really important. Nowadays, I feel that it's like I said before, the ratio is usually like one is to 50, one is to 60, and it ends up being too intense, especially in the beginning. If you're starting off, you need to have a couple of people who are skilled in specific pillars of enablement. Like when I say pillars, let's state some like content, someone who's really good with content. Second, someone who's really good with onboarding. Lastly, somebody who's had the experience of sales before and can coach well. So I would say having skilled people for different functions is really important if you're starting off. And of course, there are like zillions of other things to do. But in my opinion, this is the key in the beginning. I think that is great advice. Now, you were recently included in our recognition of women making an impact in enablement. As a leader in the field, what are some of the key traits that make for a good enablement leader? I think the the list can be endless, right? Especially with like, if you have an opinion about how and what a leader should be like, it, it will be endless. But for me, like the top three that worked out really well, which of course came with experience, which came with a lot of uh, mistakes. So the first, I I would say that there are three that I can actually shortlist. One is the knowledge and the experience that you have bringing that to the table. Now, when I say knowledge and experience, how will you get that? Firstly, knowledge, I would say inside the company, what is your company doing? What is your product doing? What are the people inside of the company wanting to sell? How do they want to sell it, right? So being in your sales team's shoes is the key. Get all the knowledge you can from that perspective because your customer is your sales team at the end of the day. 
And when, when you're selling a product, how you see it is that, okay, I'm trying to solve a problem for my customer. It's the same thing, right? Internally that I'm here to solve a problem for the sales team. So knowledge about everything that's related to a sales role and the product they are selling internally. Now, knowledge for the from the outside world, use the knowledge of experience of the experts that's out there and are happy to share. I think that's one thing that really changed the game for me because I when I started, there was hardly any certifications, courses, anyone speaking like explicitly about enablement or an enablement session because it was just starting to take shape, right? So for me, like each time I would go on, on the internet, like, okay, some articles, there's just something, but nothing would properly explain what do I need as a beginner. And these days, slowly, we've been lucky to have communities who are so happy to share. Each time I have actually gone on my LinkedIn and tried to see that, okay, you know, I'm a little confused about how do I measure this initiative of mine? And I've, I've just looked up on my network and asked people who I think would know. I don't think there's ever been a point when I've not received an answer. And I've been receiving and giving help so much that, in my opinion, you always learn by teaching after a certain point, and that is the key. So one is the knowledge that is inside of your company, outside, and the second is the experience overall like take it from outside when people are ready to give it so that's the first thing you should be open to knowledge and experience now second is how do you think and how do you plan the strategic thinking and planning right now you are literally a pivot between the sales team and so many other departments if i have to give you an example if i want to choose a learning platform i have to think about so many things like not just that okay if this is good for my sales or not but that is something the sales and the others will experience when they enter the company in the beginning. So how do the HR, how will the HR deal with this? How will uh, the marketing can make use of this? And after a certain point, can this become a really good part of our tech stack? So it's basically think big and try to have a helicopter view. I think in the beginning, I struggled quite a bit in having the helicopter view and at the same time, doing everything hands-on, being the first enabler in most of the companies I've joined. So it was very hard to like just switch between these two, but then eventually I got used to it and it's a really good skill to have, like being able to think strategically and plan it according to all your future plans, making sure it aligns with the business objectives, making sure it aligns with what the other departments are doing. So that's the second one, strategic thinking and planning overall. Then lastly, I would say communication and collaboration. That is like gold in enablement. Like I cannot uh, emphasize enough on how important that is for you because when you're communicating as an enabler, one hour you'll be speaking to maybe the CEO if you're in a scale-up. The very next hour you'll be speaking to your sales the way next hour you'll be speaking to a marketing team who's doing a case study or something else. Your audience is literally changing every hour with every meeting. You should be able to understand how and when to speak about certain things and when not. Like, do you need to mention very small details? Do you have to only talk about like all your initiatives like strategically? 
being able to communicate. So there's there's a very good difference between communicating and talking, right? Like, don't just talk. You have to communicate. Remember and learn about the difference between these two. I would say is very important. Then collaborating. If you are able to communicate and understand what your role is, you should be able to collaborate well. And that's also where project management, change management comes into the picture because you're speaking to almost like every different department every single hour, like I said before. And it's really crucial. I think it's really important. So for me, like these three things, your knowledge and experience, strategic thinking, and lastly, improving on your communication and collaboration. Like these three, I would say, is the first three for me. Those are fantastic skills to look for in an enablement leader. What about skills, maybe someone looking to enter into the enablement field? What should they focus on potentially trying to advance from a skill set perspective? Sure. I, I so wish that we had these kind of things like four to five years ago, because I used to think about this, like sitting alone, that, okay, I, I know I need to communicate. I know what tasks need to be done, but it's so hard to do it in an organized manner. And when I say organized, like you have to be so organized when you are an enabler, because you can, like you're doing tasks that are from like this radar to that radar. It's just everywhere, right? So, and then slowly I started to come across articles and stuff that, started to articulate things that were in my mind but in a really nice way and that's why I started to pick these things up and understand that okay these are the skills that's needed as an enabler it will be like basically I don't I think there are a couple of organizations or certification that exist today but I don't think there's anything that exists that gives everything all together at once and for me those will be like maybe four to five main things one your content and learning strategy. Understand what content is. How do you manage content? Are you okay with creating content? Everything related to content and adult learning strategies. Second, like I mentioned as a leader, it's a very interesting role, right? So communication and influencing, very important because you might have to convince somebody in your sales team that, okay, everyone's doing it in one way, and you're not doing it the same way. And how do you do that? Like it's it's very risky and you should be able to influence and communicate well. Third, like I mentioned in the leadership skills, sales and industry knowledge, just be on it. Things are changing. It's related to tech most of the times. Things are changing rapidly. If you stay on top of the news and everything, speak to all the experts outside of your company, it's going to do the job. Like it's really, it's gold. For me, that's very important. Then the other three things is project management. Go out, do a course on project management. Yes, it's not something that it doesn't say explicitly that an enabler needs a project management skill when you see a job description, but it's really essential. Then each time you're trying to change something, whether it's a learning program, you're trying to introduce a tool, each time you're trying to make a change, some it whether it's small or big and that's where change management comes into the picture that that's also something never written in a job description or will never be demanded but it's so crucial when it comes to enablement and if you know it it's going to be super helpful so change management that goes then lastly i would say how do you do numbers data and it's something that seems a little scary to a lot of people but if you like i said that 
speak to a lot of experts and try to understand that, okay, not all data needs to be used, but some yes, because at some point or the other, you need to show that enablement is important and it is definitely uh, changing the revenue game as well, is the analysis and the measurement part, right? So be comfortable with numbers and just learn how to use it. So I would say like these five to six things, just do like different courses out there and try to get like more comfortable with it. Fantastic advice. Absolutely love that. Last question for you. How can enablement practitioners hone some of these skills? Are there professional development resources that you might recommend? Like I said before that, uh, there are very few platforms that are giving a complete proper course on enablement and like when I say that like of there, there are a lot of videos on YouTube or like maybe 10 minutes about what enablement is but actually giving modules like enablement pro for example they they are doing a very good job with this part right and if you're not able to pay for courses like there are a couple of certifications that you can do but if you're not able to pay for the courses or if you don't feel like investing I would say actively look for the skills that I've mentioned, do individual courses on them, and then you just get that skill to your job next day. Just do it, execute it, and you'll know that it's working. So in my opinion, I would say get all these skills either separately. There is LinkedIn Learning. There are a lot of other, there's HubSpot. There are a lot of other uh, platforms that's going to give you this for like free. And if you feel like, no, I'm very serious about this, there are maybe one or two certification programs that people have actually experts have to put together. Uh, you can use them as well. And of course, there's zillions of articles you can read. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciated the conversation. Thank you so much for having me. I hope that my comments were insightful and at least it'll be valuable to somebody. To our audience, thanks for listening. For more insights, tips, and expertise from sales enablement leaders, visit salesenablement.pro. If there's something you'd like to share or a topic you'd like to learn more about, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you.